Master Ip lets loose. Today I'm talking about the 10 Black Belt fight from Ipma. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about one of the standout scenes from the original itman movie starring donnie yen which is the 10 black belt beat down and it is definitely a fantastic action scene and i love talking about donnie yen any chance i get to so without further ado let's get started so i'm thrilled to see donnie yen getting work in american films he is a talented martial arts performer and has been in countless Hong Kong classics, including Hero, Iron Monkey, and Once Upon a Time in China, too. But his true car- crossover breakout came in 2008 with the release of Ip Man, a fictionalized version of the Wing Chun practitioner and former master of Bruce Lee. Though the film is littered with stellar fight work, the most engaging scene is a match between Ip Man and Ten Black Belts. Barely surviving after the Japanese invasion in 1937, the martial arts master Ip Man has heard tales of friendly matches between Chinese and Japanese fighters, organized by a Japanese military man. Though he refuses the invitation the first time around, when a friend goes missing, he attends the next set of matches. Content to avoid the fights in lieu of answers, Ip Man reaches a breaking point when one of his peers is murdered and his friend's fate is confirmed. Furious, the Wing Chun master demands to fight ten black belts at once. So why does the scene work? Well, first off, we have a symbolic cultural victory. The 1937 Japanese invasion of China is one of the most common settings for Hong Kong and Chinese martial arts cinema, and with good reasons. The living conditions under Japanese rule were frequently brutal, and there's a cultural bitterness that remains to this day. As such, many of these martial arts stories serve as a moral or symbolic victory against the Japanese in an era where China was effectively under foreign control. In fact, that's almost the entire framework of these fights. Ip Man and his company have little to no chance of chasing the Japanese out of China, but if they can best them at martial arts, they can retain enough pride and strength to stay along, possibly rebel, and survive. Seeing one Chinese man take down... 10 of the best fighters at Japan's disposal holds a lot of value to its intended audience and the Chinese citizens in the film, a value of a value that Itman understands uh, underestimates until he feels compelled to fight. We also see Itman mad. For the majority of this movie, Itman has been the epitome of a peaceful warrior. He's had challengers and thugs at his doorstep and even had a couple of fights, but he's always been calm, respectful, and restrained. Even after the Japanese invasion, he's avoided getting angry and perhaps to keep up his family's morale. Perhaps to keep up his family's morale, but he has yet to curse his lot in life. But after seeing his peer murdered and figuring out that his friend Lin suffered a similar fate, Ip Man loses his cool. For the first time, he is aggressive and instigator. He demands to fight. Demands to fight ten of the best the Japanese have to offer. He wants them to pay and take out all of his anger. And you can tell when he fights. He trades simple grappling moves for dislocating his foe's limbs. One or two punches becomes a flurry that brings his victims to the ground. And the last man standing? He beats his face into a pulp until blood is streaming down his face and down Ipmont's fist. 
It's a true shift in the character that demonstrates the full extent of Hitman's powers and the anger and humanity he worked so hard to hide. Speaking of power, we have Wing Chun fully on display. One thing that can make a martial arts movie or performer stand out is a distinctive fighting style. And while not obvious to non-fans, there is something distinctly different about Wing Chun compared to traditional Kung Fu. The movements feel compact and limited. Hitman rarely reaches, leaps, or extends beyond his limbs reach. Kicks are used selectively, and a lot of the movie moves involve reacting to the opponent's attack. But one thing that stands out are the flurries of punches. It's a level of speed you almost never see in martial arts movies, which is perfectly amplified by a sound effect that sounds like bone hitting wood, much like the apparatus Hitman has been using to train. It's these moments that really show off Yen's skills and deliver something the audience has likely never seen before. We also finally have the one-at-a-time method for an action scene with a countdown. There's an underlying rule in martial arts cinema that regardless of how many men are approaching the hero, that only one will attack at a time. And yes, this doesn't necessarily make sense from a logical standpoint, why not bull rush and take the guy to the ground? But the reason it exists is so the audience can follow the battle appropriately. The fight is a great example of why this approach works. There's a sea of white karate gi circling up around Itman, and we already know with the numbers, it's ten well-trained fighters against one. Visually, this looks unwinnable. And then they come in, one by one, and we see every single blow Itman lands against them, and see the sea of white gi start to crumble to the ground. Calling out the number of opponents also works in the fight's favor, as Itman's opponents hit the ground. Consciously or not, we start counting down the number of opponents left, and really begin to wonder what's in store for the last two or three standing. As we indicated earlier, nothing good. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.